Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. It's a nice couch. I am very comfortable. We're on the casting couch. What? what? <laughs> um, no, is that what this is? Yeah. Why are both of you staring at me like that? <laughs> we have plans. I have morals. I mean, for enough money, I don't, but... <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest this week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to him in just a second. Yeah. Nick's hiding in the corner now. I am. <laughs> Thoroughly. Yeah. Backed into the corner. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, man? <laughs> been a week. I went to the dentist today. Does that tell you anything like that? So, you know, you th- you think you'd get better treatment when your dentist is. I mean, okay, first of all, I get wonderful treatment, but you know, less painful treatment. For if you, when my cousin, your fault too. It's your fault too. It's my is my fault, but I I had to have a cavity filled. So, Ooh. I've been brushing my teeth. I'm good at that, but it's like it's the fruit snacks. No, you, actually, what it is is my my big fat head and the fact that my teeth are really close together, and even when I floss, shit gets in there. So, hence the braces. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not getting braces. <laughs> then I have to get rid of my gap, my lucky gap that has gov- bring me none la- no luck. <laughs> I'm single and I work with my own self. And yeah. okay, fine. Close up the gap. Yeah, you should get a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. You got a puppy. Yeah. How are your hands? Uh, he's a little chewer. Um, he's not too bad at not biting, but you know, it's a puppy. It's yeah, eight weeks old. He so doesn't know like he's every, Everything yeah. goes in his mouth. Okay. And it's, uh, yeah, he's adorable though, except for he's great trained already, except what that means is like, oh, it's a puppy. Every two hours I go to the bathroom yeah. trying to sleep. He'll just go right to sleep then wakes up, go to the bathroom. So okay. always getting sleep, but he's okay. adorable. Why, he's great. why don't you just, you know, I told you just break the cycle, let him sleep in the bed, put a puppy pad at the bottom. <laughs> You can use the puppy pad. He can use the puppy pad. It's a real good thing. <laughs> Save us all some steps. Absolutely. Yeah. I am getting old. I do have to pee at night sometimes. <laughs> so much easier that way. I want. I want to bring up a little thing because you and I had a, had, a, had a little discussion on TikTok today. <laughs> um, and I and, I, and oh, I'm yeah. holding firm on it uh, because the new Corvette. Z-Ray came out. The E-Ray. E-Ray or whatever it is. Which, by the way, have you seen the second video where they're doing donuts on the ice rink in, yeah. de- in uh, what is it, Rockefeller Square? Yeah. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think you need an all-wheel drive Corvette, especially in the winter. Porsche makes sense to me. Corvette does not. I, it makes perfect sense okay. to me. I I'm, love driving my Porsche in the winter. No, I, I, I get Porsches, but I'm thinking about the classic Corvette owner, the, the gentleman that we met at all these shows, out in the middle of winter in his Corvette. I think they're. I think the market is sort of going away from that, though. Okay. I mean, those all those guys are dying off. To be fair. So if you don't know, it's a it's a non turbocharged, non supercharged uh, V eight, and then in there then there in the front wheels have 130 horsepower. It's an, it's an 80 pound. It's 126 horsepower yeah. in the front wheels, so it's all wheel drive, and it, when when you mash the gas and with electric and gas, it's 600 and Something a lot zero to sixty in like two and a half seconds. Yeah, which is awesome. I don't know. I just for me, it's not just snow. It's wet weather. It makes the car more usable. And an all-wheel drive car is just plain fun to drive all the time. Does that put Corvette back on your list? I mean, the Z06 has been on my list still. I know, but does this change that? No. Okay. No. Still Z06, huh? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I I just I, for some reason I all day I would get in a nine eleven. And, and go through the snow. I'll but admit, Corvette, I, I just don't see. I'll admit, so, I haven't done enough research yet because if they offer the E-Ray package in a Z07 with a Z07 optional Z07 package, and they use the Z06 body work, yeah, then yeah, I would go to that. I would go I that th- way. I think it is as wide as a Z06. I thought it had the body work already. And maybe it does. I think what it's lacking is the supercharger or turbocharger or whatever from yeah, the Z06. I 
I'm all about the functional car okay. for me at this point. Like the, the time is kind of past where like as much as I do miss my Z06 because it was a jackhammer to drive a nail. It was yeah. so, it was bad in all the good ways. Like it wasn't functional. It scared you when you drove it. It was great. It was fun to drive. And that's, that's just it. I am at that point now where I want to put miles and miles and miles on my car. I want to drive it in all conditions. I mean, I've been in Yellowstone when it snowed in my other Z06. Yeah. That was exciting. Um, <laughs> as in not at all. You don't ever want to do that. Nothing did you, like did you have pilot sports? Yeah, Sport Cup 2s. Yeah, they sport were cup, great yeah. in the snow, let me tell you guys. You can go like inches. <laughs> if you don't move, they're, they're fine. <laughs> if, if you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're parked, they're bad, actually. They'll cause a flat spot. <laughs> yeah, no, they hit 100%. Me. Yeah, so the fact that I could, you know, take that thing and just go drive wherever I wanted to, that has a lot of appeal. I want to see, I, I know the batteries are under the center console, and but I want to see how much room is taken out of the front trunk with the motors up there. Because yeah. that's a big part of it. I mean, I think yeah. it still retains the, the rear storage as far as the, the golf club storage or whatever. So, because that to me is a big part of a road trip car and the fact of being able to take luggage. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. At the same time, though, the longer I go for a trip, the less I pack. Okay. As odd as that sounds, I typically, if I'm doing like international, I go backpack only because I don't want, I want the least amount of footprint possible and I'm not going to see the same person twice. I don't care if I'm wearing the same outfit four times and just use the wash. Who cares? But um, yeah, I mean... We'll see. I, I would road trip, and I mean, that's why the V10 Plus, the R8 V10 Plus was top of my list, too. Yeah. Functional and everything I could ever do. I still, which is still top of my list for the record. I don't know why Audi never did something like that, like this electric mode, ele- you know, a hybrid version of that. That would have been cool. Yeah. Well, especially with all the stuff they've been doing. You know so. what I mean? I'm, I'm totally pro hybrid over pro uh, full electric. And I yeah. like all of them, but that for me, that's what makes the most sense. Anyway. People, people that drive all electric. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm number one. Our guest says I'm number one. Our guest says we're number one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Especially Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been saying that since I met him. Uh, yeah. We should go to our Carter Automotive Group tip of the week. Okay. Uh, this is inspired by a little uh, off-roading trip I did the other day. Short one. Uh, Benji got that new Jeep 392. Nice. Yeah, it's badass. Do you have to, it, order, do you have to order that? Or was he, that? He had an order in, and then somebody canceled on theirs. Nice. And okay. his has got the, I forget the name of the package, but it's got the 35s instead of 33s. So, like, from the factory, this thing is going to be as good as it gets for off-roading. And cool. it did live up to the hype. It is, is, is beautiful. Is 392 a Hemi? It's the Hemi. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's only four-door because they don't offer two-door in that configuration, but it's it's beautiful. But uh, one of the things we were going through is I helped him get set up with off-road gear, and it's like, here's what you should start with. He went through our off-road gear list, all that stuff. But one of the things people overlook a lot, and it's not gear, it's just having a checklist. Mm-hmm. I realized that when I went out, um, this actually happened to somebody else. They realized their lockers weren't working. When they went for a big, huge trip... All it turned out to be was a fuse of all things. They were so annoyed that it was the actuator fuse that went yeah, out. The old days when you get out and you just turn the hubs and right. No, <laughs> yeah. this is this is a different Jeep and not, yeah. not Benji's, but it was the same thing. It was one of those things is checklist, especially off road, but this is my road trip stuff too. I have a checklist of things I check in my car with my Porsche. It was do I have my really obnoxiously double long overpriced wrench for getting on and off my wheels? Because absolutely nobody in the middle of nowhere is gonna have one. Uh, things like that, but off-road, it's check your lockers, check your lights, check your winch, your lights, maybe not so much, but your your lockers and your winch, your recovery gear, it's not just packing stuff, but it's function too. Do, are my radios charged? <laughs> Actually, this is my own stupid thing. We were out driving. My radio started to die in my hand because I forgot I didn't charge that one. Now, luckily, I had like four more in the back of the truck, but still, it was one of those things where I should have checked it, obviously, and I do have a checklist for that. I just didn't use it because we weren't going very far. Stupid me, but learn from any pilot out there. Checklists are what you need, especially when you're overlanding, but on road trips, same thing. And it's going to differ from car to car, but it's not just what you pack. It's not a packing list. It's what things do I need to make sure that I'm prepared if I'm in the middle of Yellowstone and I get a flat. If I am, you know, in the Midwest and nobody anywhere has ever seen a center lock in their life and doesn't even know what one is. Things like that. Flyover states. Yeah. Surprised. I've, I told you when I was driving the Porsche back, 
It was the only one I saw from yeah. Delaware to home until I got into Redmond and I saw a thousand. But it was like from Delaware to home, it was the only nine eleven I saw. I was going to add to this as far as the list, and this is something I just found out. I was at Costco in Woodenville, and they have a two-pack foldable aluminum shovels right now. Yeah. You get two of them. And I think it's like 40 bucks, something like that. But nice. Yeah. So, anyway. for preparation. Yeah. 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 Well, other <laughs> things you should do before a road trip. Okay. You should visit our friends at Tech. Because as we have learned, peppering your car with everything I, under the sun. I'm, I've been saying it all day. And I literally walked in here and was talking to him hey, about stick. it. And absolutely <laughs> said it three times when I was standing next to him. So, yeah. We are at our new head, the, our new friend. Our new head, yeah. You know what? You're right. Our We're now recording here. Yeah. <laughs> this has nice couches. Exactly. You know. That one's got a stain on it, but we won't talk exactly. about that. <laughs> I don't want to. It wasn't me. <laughs> John Clevin, welcome back to the show after, what is it, three years? John was episode 32 wow. on the podcast. In June fifteenth, two thousand eighteen, I believe it was. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Way to pull it that way to pull that out of nowhere, Dan. Yeah, I totally well, just no, remember I th- that. And he was on. He was on again because I think you were on when you opened up uh, Metropolitan next to Drivers Club. Yep. And then I think you were on a little bit when we first had you had Batim up here for like a, a high school reunion or whatever. And so yep. yeah. So yeah, and John yeah. and Batim, her old buddies, and Batim from BBI also been on our show. It's a but Tim's in it for the uh, the long haul. He's been friends with John this long, but now John just told me he's got two cars down at BBI. <laughs> so, you know, but Tim's got him. Mean, he he's having some so that really cool three D printed uh, things happening to his car. Ooh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yep. Uh, if you're around here, you know John from Metropolitan Detail, which he is still a part of Metropolitan Detail, but he has transitioned uh, back in, what, 2016 to STEC. Yep. Uh, or STEC. 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 Shield Technologies. Shield right. Technology. Yeah, well, well, you put it that way. No. <laughs> so, John, welcome back. Um, tell us a little bit how we how you got into this journey. I mean, we're, we, you know, S Tech. How did you get? You know, that's uh, that's a very interesting story. Okay. So one for a podcast, maybe. Uh, yes, okay. it's probably a good time. <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. We can talk about okay, it. Okay. Good. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Well, while we were working at Metropolitan Detail, we were. You know, we d- we do a lot of PPF. Yeah, and um, we were having some some struggles with some products we were working with, and there was a particular. I remember this car so so. You know, like it was yesterday. It was a McLaren five seventy, and we're wrapping this car, and we couldn't get our old film to stick to the quarter panel of this car. It just it had so much stretch to it that the film would start cracking as we would stretch it because we had to stretch it so far to to for the contour of the car and uh so i told my business partner benjamin oh you know we got this sample of this other film we should try this and so he finally does and this this film from Estec had been sitting in our front office probably for two months and we hadn't tried it and we're finally all right let's do this let's see if they had sent you a sample kind of thing they had sent us a sample okay and um so we benjamin put it on the car and we, I walked up to it, and I was just blown away. I'm like, this is the glossiest, most amazing-looking film I've ever seen. And then I touched the film, and it's so slippery smooth. I'm like, this is this is amazing. <laughs> this, this is a ridiculous film. John, that's not how you're supposed to touch McLaren. Well, <laughs> yeah. now, now it is. Now it is. Now yeah, it is. absolutely. And, yeah. And so um, we got we got very excited about this product. Um, we contacted Estec, uh, the manufacturer in Korea. And we told them that, wow, we'd, we'd love to become a distributor of this product. And uh, they said, that's great news. But we have 11 other people who also want to become distributor of Estec. 
So there's all these sure other shops. Sure you do. <laughs> there's all these other shops. I mean, we know it's great and all, but sure you do. Yeah. yeah no. Well, uh, and they said that they're going to make their decision at, at the SEMA show this year. And the SEMA show was in like two weeks. So we're, we said to them, well, that's cool. We'll just fly to Korea. We'll see you next week. So oh. we decided to beat everyone to the punch. Yeah. And we kind of, we, we made an agreement there in Korea. Shook hands, signed a contract, and uh, we became distributors. So and Nice. And then at that SEMA show, we had to tell all these other people that, hey, we're your guy. You can get it from us. You can yeah. get it from us. <laughs> nice. That has got to be the best well big played. dog store I've ever, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, cool. Oh, it's in two weeks? We'll see you in a week. Yeah, we'll see you in a week. <laughs> nice. So I've never been to Korea, but, you know, okay. my, my passport was still valid. So <laughs> You were still allowed to leave the country at the yeah, time? Still yeah. at it's the a time. cool place. It is. Yeah. It's very cool. So I enjoyed Korea. Good food, good people. Yeah. And so let's talk about the, the you know, because you're the new sponsor of Ons, and I, I really want to line this out, and there's some things I even learned. What type of products do they provide? Or will you, you're, you're, the, you're the distributor for Canada and North America now, correct? Canada and USA. And USA. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Okay. I, I th- Not Mexico. Uh, yeah, Mexico's North America, but we don't have I Mexico I keep forgetting yet. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yet. Just like I keep forgetting. Well, yeah. <laughs> What type of products are you providing? What what do, what type of products can they have for the automotive field? Yep. So we have uh, automotive paint protection film that would be you know in a clear film, uh, a matte finish film, and Estec really is the leading the industry in technology and in, in in changing how we wrap cars with colored films and pattern films. So when you walked in the office, you see all these different colors. You see the carbon fiber, the forged carbon. The Damascus, all these amazing films. I don't think we've ever seen carbon fiber. Like I thought it was yeah. carbon fiber. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Well, we we you know we're on a, we're on a mission to you know to create the the best product on the market, and and you know we don't want to provide a, a cheap carbon fiber that's like everything else, right? Yeah. So, so congratulations. Have, yeah. yeah thank you. I told him it's like carbon look is a crime. This is the only thing that's not a crime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then um, we make really, really innovative window tints. So automotive window tint. Which I can speak for. I think I would be, I don't know how long you had had that product. You put that on my Crosstrek. Yep. And I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. It's been, it was wonderful. Yeah. The so. heat, the heat rejection on that product is unbelievable. So. Yeah. And the visibility was really good. Like it was dark from the outside. and had really good visibility inside too. Good. Good. So, yeah. Um, we also do, uh, uh, we have a full lineup of, Car care products, so car washes and wheel cleaners. Uh, we also have a ceramic coating. And in the works, we do also have a windshield protection film. Cool. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that. I think Michael touched on it last time he was on the show. Yep. And uh, yeah, I need that a lot because I go through. Oh, was that the one episode where I wasn't allowed to be on there? That's right. You okay. were sick. I don't want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so <laughs> funny story about that. I should, so listeners <laughs> word of warning if you crack your windshield too many times yeah you can become hard to insure <laughs> did you know that if you have two replacements Gee, a Dan, year, how do you know that <laughs> they can get kind of persnickety now luckily i'm old and so my rates are pretty low but yeah apparently going through you know two porsche windshields two raptor windshields oh were, they, were you told no more windshields no i was just told that you have too many comprehensive claims and uh, you need to not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to keep insurance. Drive farther from the people in front of you. Yes. Fair oh enough. Yeah. So when they look you up in the system, there's just a red flag next yeah. to you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much right now. Several red flags. Yeah. Luckily, most of them drop off because I haven't reported one in a while. But uh, yeah, I think I had like literally two to three a year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So windshield film. Yep. Yeah. Get it's, that. <laughs> it's a very much needed product in the market. Um, it's not an easy product. Uh, as, as you can imagine, people are looking through it the whole time they're driving. And around here in Washington, <laughs> windshield wipers are constantly running. And so, you know, it is. Uh, it takes a lot of abuse. Yeah. Especially so, here. Yeah. Especially here. Yeah. Cause, I mean, we use our windshield wipers more than most states. <laughs> yeah. Boy, bit. we are in a day, I'll tell you. It's yeah. like downpouring sideways. Yeah, I was a little late getting here. It was a rainstorm. So that brings up an interesting point. I mean, you're talking about when you're putting film on the outside of a car. I mean, it's you're, it's perfection when you do it. But when you put it on somebody's windshield, that's a that's a go no go kind of situation because if it's fil- you know uh, was foggy or you can't see through it, you can't drive the car. So is there a, is there a, a new process for putting that on? Uh, yes, in fact, so. In the past, there have been other uh, windshield protection products, and they've been applied very similar to a window tint, where actually you have to use a heat gun. You have to heat shrink the film and conform it to the shape of the windshield. And I did that as a kid, but that was for tint inside. Yeah, highly it, illegal, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> highly yeah, illegal. Yes, highly illegal. Uh, but, uh, but it w- of course, it would be applied on the outside. But with our new material, it's going to be applied like a PPF, so it actually stretches on. So the application process will be much faster um, and uh, a lot easier for the installer. And so if you don't have so many struggles putting it on, hopefully they're going to be more likely to offer to their customers. I feel like insurance companies would be all over that. Like, I mean, to to have that cost up front instead of replacing somebody like Dan's windshield nine times, um, I feel like that would be... Yeah. (laughs) Dan's shaking his head. (laughs) Do I think the Porsche was 2000 Yeah. A pop for OEM? Well, nope. you look at all the smart stuff that are on our windshields now with with cameras and things like that. It, they're getting higher and higher. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say every car is two thousand now. Yeah, yeah. So, I think my Land Cruiser was two hundred. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've had it a pocket for that one. <laughs> what year was your Land Cruiser? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay, is that what you wanted? I want an FJ sixty two. We were oh, talking yeah, about it earlier. So, yeah. yeah, everybody does. That's the problem. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. So, yeah, they're hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cars on my list that are hard to find. Anyway. Yeah, mine too. I mean, so one of the things that caught my eye when we came in is we were talking about colored film, and you have a there's a new f- and it's, I don't know if it's new, it's a new color. Yep, this British Racing Green, which if if you know anything about British Racing Green, it's very close to my heart. One, and if you look in in the color book, I think there's there's 600 different versions of British Racing Green depending yeah. on what company you come from. But this is just an absolutely incredible color. But you you help Aztec <laughs> with with these colors when they they come to you with ideas and you and you help them to to bring new products to market. Correct. Yeah, actually, you know, we generally come to them with the idea of the colors, and then they manufacture it, they send it to us to sample and test out, and we'll see what the market, how the market reacts to it, and if people like it, then we'll produce it, so... That's so awesome. Yep. And the facility we're in right now is is not an install facility, correct? That's correct. So, we have uh, a large warehouse space, we also have training here, so... Three days a week, every single week, we're training people on PPF. And so wow. if you're in the business of uh, car detailing or window tinting and you want to get into PPF, take our training class. It's, it's going to save you a lot of money in, in, in wasting film. You're going to be able to uh, come out of this class being able to put some film on cars. And uh, Can I take this class? Possibly. <laughs> I was telling him. You can make good money. In no way, shape, or form have I ever thought that installing PPF was easy. But no. <laughs> as you know, recently I PPF'd my own new bicycle. Yep. <laughs> and it took me five days to do it because um, <laughs> I'm OCD. But 
it's not an easy process as far as making things fit and making gaps correct and things like that. So yep. um, the facility here, which we will include some photos of the facility, I think or maybe we will, maybe we won't. Maybe it's a secret um, <laughs> as far as how, you know, how the, how this, how, how well trained people that are putting on this product are trained to do so on your car. Well, it's a, it's a lucrative business, you know? So if you, uh, if you are doing, you know, car detailing, your average ticket price could be, five six hundred dollars but if you're wrapping cars your average ticket price could be two thousand to fifteen thousand dollars right so it's um it's a different market space but um, i have so many friends who've started out in that world and now they're making more money than they've ever made and that's Mm. a great feeling you know they come to our class they they know they want to do it they know they want to get better and uh, you know you look at them a year or two years later and, you know, they're doing $100,000 a month in sales in, in PPF. Well, we'll have to talk to the boss at Advance and see if he'll put us through the class, you know, because it, be, that's got to be value add, <laughs> That was right? an immediate no, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's sitting next to us. But, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you think you put somebody on blast. Uh, how, many, how many people are you – or how many companies are you supplying to in North America and Canada? <laughs> um, in the U.S., I think we have a little over 400 that buy regularly. Wow. So – and then in Canada, we have about a little over 100 that buy regularly. But we have probably 2,000 shops that have bought from us. Okay. So um, we do get, you know, a lot of shops that will, they're trying us out and they're, they're, they'll buy some carbon fiber or they'll buy a colored film. But they're That using, sample's sitting on the front desk for a few weeks is what you're yeah. saying? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But no, but, the, you know, they'll, they'll have a customer request, you know, they want the car to be red or Miami blue or one of our unique colors or or pattern films. And so they'll buy that from us, but they're, they're buying uh, currently from another manufacturer. And, you know, our approach is not the pushy approach. So we're, we're not saying it's all or none. We have to have your business. So we're happy to sell you that red film or that blue film. And if you'll entertain, you know, trying our clear film in the future, we would love that. You know, we'd, we'd love to work with you. We'd love to take care of you, but we definitely do not want to have that, uh, pushy approach and telling people how to run their business we'd rather just have an option for them and all of the colored films and textured films are protective films correct that's correct yeah okay. and i think that's the big difference in the fact that you can go out and wrap your car with with vinyl wrap but you're not going to get a ton of protection out of it. this is a protection product as well as a aesthetically pleasing product exactly aesthetically pleasing <laughs> And, and, it, and it's much uh, much glossier, has much less orange peel than you would yeah. in, in a vinyl. Also, vinyl wrap is it has its fair share of problems. Um, vinyl heat shrinks, so when a car sits out in the sun, uh, and it can just be f- over a matter of hours, that film can start to creep back, and then what ends up happening, it ends up lifting all yep. over the place. As I've seen that on like uh, paint, you know, the, the standard paint company van where you see the vinyl yeah. wrap, you know, and I've seen that a lot. And actually. it's like curling up in the corners yeah. and stuff. And the thing is, if you have a, you know, you have a $100,000 car or, or, or a $50,000 car, whatever it is, right? You don't want it looking like that, right? And this is a product that's going to, it's meant to last. It's a 10-year warranty product. Um, most vinyl is two years, three years. And... Honestly, after a year, you're probably ready to peel it off because it just yeah, it just doesn't look good, doesn't hold up. I want to talk about this theme that kind of go that was going through the the protection uh, area as if, as well as self healing, yep. uh, films like that. Can you talk a little bit on that and then some of the benefits? Yeah, absolutely. So 
Um, all of our films are self-healing. And what that means is that if you get light wash swirls or wash scratches in the film, uh, the film can actually self-repair. And so you park the car out in the sun and the scratches go away. So it just it does need to be heat activated a little bit. But this has caused so many people now to, every time they buy a new car, they wrap the whole thing. So it used to be you wrap the front of the nose, then it was you wrap the whole front nose of the car, and then people start adding the rocker panels and behind the back wheels, you know, the high-impact areas. And then probably I'd say in about 2011, 2012, it got really popular to fully wrap cars. And I tell you from our experience at Metropolitan Detail is that the people who wrap their car fully, they do it again and again and again every time because the benefit is is so advantageous you know to have a self-healing car um also with our film it's hydrophobic so it has a a a nano coating infused into the film from the manufacturing so um similar to taking a standard ppf and putting a ceramic coating on top this is done this way from the factory so it's built into the film so you can have that great water bead it's really easy to clean really easy to maintain and um I think I think a lot of our clients will just buy it time and time again. Yeah, I was going to say, I wish I'd done that on every car I'd had, especially with cars like the Corvette and stuff like that, where they just kick up so much dirt from the wheels. Well, I mean, you look at some of the little things that come from the factory, and you get that little piece, but, you know, in front of the front wheel, like Porsche does it, I think. Oh, you yeah, know. Porsche's notorious for but it. But it's just, you know, there's so much benefit to it now. I think, you know, I think you're right. So many people, it's like, well, I'll, I'll, it started with the front bumper and then it was like a half a hood, which never looked good because you could always see that line, you know? And then obviously now that we've got full car, now we're going full windshield and things like that. So I yep. can, speaking from experience in the, the Raptor, like off-road, and it's so nice not to worry about just uh, light brush scratches. And you don't. I mean, obviously, if you hit something hard enough, like an actual like log or something, it's a different story. But most of the time, it's just some brush that's hanging over the road. that is no big deal. And yep. EPF it takes care of that. You don't have to worry about it. And it's interesting. You look at you look at now. Lo- you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you from the beginning not to get I know. I know. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but you you look at a 911, and on 911s they have that 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 flare protector yeah. uh, on the rear quarter panel. And it's interesting working in a shop because when we peel that off, and a car has let's say 10,000 miles, it's perfect in that area. But all around it, it's tiny rock chips. But you don't really notice those rock chips until you take that film off. You're like, whoa, that's really apparent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a really nice, clean piece of... <laughs> yeah, so yeah. If, if we're going to replace that, it's got to be an exact fit because otherwise you're going to be going over chips or not sure. have enough coverage. Well, I mean, we were at Drivers Club, Haggerty, Garage, and Social days. It was like every car that took delivery was like there and nobody would drive it then it would go next door to metropolitan and then it would come back and then be driven but it was <laughs> it was a funny process because you'd be like oh i got my new car because we you know they had the internal chat so i post their photo of their new car and we like like have oh, you driven it yet you driven nope. it? no it's gotta go to metropolitan first <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the prep, a prep process of this i mean a, a new car or somebody coming in with a, a car that has some stuff obviously you need a full detail of the car before this goes on or you will see imperfections correct um, that, that's true to an extent, uh, more so you need it spotless clean. Okay. So you don't, you don't need to remove any swirl marks. Um, there, there are shops that say, oh, we, we're going to polish the car ahead of time. And if there's major defects, uh, if, if there's a deep scratch that needs to be maybe wet sanded or compounded at like heavy compounding, that should be fixed. Um, but anytime you're polishing, you're introducing dust to the car. 
right? And so it's it's so important when you when you're wrapping a car because you're wrapping the film around edges, everything's got to be squeaky clean. And we literally clean until it's squeaking. No kidding. You know, <laughs> yeah. like take all the coating off. Take you. all the coating off. And, yeah. And and even on a brand new car, there's grease and and all kinds of stuff, and you you need to clean. You know where where, where the the panels wrap around literally until it's squeaking. Like sure. that's how how clean you need to get it because when you wrap that film on, it needs to stick. And if there's any oils or residues, the film's gonna pop pop back up. Because yeah. that's the number one fail point. I mean, of anything in the fact, if there's something dirt, that's where it's going to get under. Yeah, correctly. I mean, that's prep. Yeah. Right? I wonder so. if the manufacturers are ever going to get on board with this. I mean, because the, they offer from the factory, you can get the, you know, your paint protection, but it always looks like crap. Every car I've ever seen with it, an option to have it, like when you check the box, it always shows up looking awful. I think it would come down to a time thing. I mean, what it's yeah. going to take somebody. I mean, obviously, you know how long it takes to do one of these cars. I mean, and sure. I, I think you were talking about one of your shops that can crank out a Tesla a day, which is incredible to me. But I think, I mean, you're talking about added cost to the production. And at the oh, end yeah. of the production line, you'd have to. Well, you know. it's, it's, it's interesting you say that. So uh, in our business, we don't, you know, we don't only cater to shops pro shops okay so we also do oem work so s-tech manufacturers for other companies because they're an actual manufacturer you'd be surprised how few ppf companies actually make their own film so yeah they can they can have a formula and we can make it for them well uh an, another area that we're going to be diving into is paint replacement so especially with you know with electric cars um kind of making the the shape of them a little bit easier to wrap i would say and if we wrap a car in our film in our color it's actually 65 times less carbon emissions than painting a car so oh that doesn't surprise me so it makes sense it's it's going there there is going to be um a carbon tax on car manufacturers for painting cars interesting so Eventually, I think cars are going to be wrapped in PPF, it's maybe just, vinyl, but hopefully we're the ones supplying it. And and since we've been doing colored PPF for far longer than anybody else, you know, I think we ha- we got a pretty good chance of that. I say it's there, and everything's either aluminum or plastic now. Yeah, or carbon even. That's yeah. just amazing yeah. to me. But there's 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 no reason to paint cars. I, so, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if you noticed the electric car that I'm driving. Uh, you know, it's hard to miss. Yeah, that American uh, beautiful uh, where'd you have it? Where'd you have it wrapped? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you know, but those cars are kind of notorious for not having the greatest paint. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. yeah. Even even in Panel the plaids. Gaps and everything else. Even in plaids and things like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we can fix that problem for them. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. So if Elon, if you're listening, Ex- we want to replace. I know he is. I mean, yeah. So, Elon's listening. Yeah, absolutely. We want to yeah. replace your paint yeah. with PPF. I, it. It makes a ton of sense. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, there are some real craftsmen out there that, that know how to paint the Michael Valleys and the, and the realistic flames and things like that. But I mean. But, but they're, they're, they're making a million cars a year. No, no, no. I'm, right? I'm saying, yeah. you know, the specialty stuff. Yeah. So, wow. Interesting. Okay. It makes it easier to swap your color too. As long as the de- color depth is there. And yeah. you, I mean, I've seen. Which it is if you look at any yeah, of the Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen the. Yeah. The S-Tech stuff firsthand, the color change work. And I've seen it done on exotic cars. I've seen it done on lots of stuff. And, yeah, 
it, in this case, yes, it would be every bit as good as paint. And it gives you the option to change the color for a lot less work. Yeah. So, I mean, the engine babes, I guess, is another story. But, I mean, even if you're just eliminating the paint, I mean, it's not like you can see most of the engine bays in new cars anyway. Probably be a lot of plastic. It's covering plastic. Also, yeah. um, you know, it opens up uh, a possibility for aftermarket repair, too. Right? So, yeah. if, if you damage a fender, we can just put a new piece of film on. We don't have to blend into the door and the hood. Yeah. Right? So, it's... Um, Huh. I, I think I think this whole electric car movement is going to be changing a lot of things and how things are done, and um, it may be the way, way of the future. I think Dan and I need to go take this class and then just you know start walking around to car companies. Yeah, <laughs> <Good> guy. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> what are you driving now? I want to ask you about you. I haven't um, talked to you in a while. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> besides the, the the plaid. Besides the plaid. All right. So I have um, <laughs> cars that you can actually touch. Cars that I can actually touch are only two right now. So I have a '68 Fastback Mustang. Okay, I know this car. Yep. Yeah. And that's it's it's a lot of fun. Does great rolling burnouts. As know? all '68 Mustangs are supposed, supposed to, to do. do. Yeah. Yep. And then I have a '64 and a half convertible Mustang. So I definitely have a thing for old cars. Mm-hmm. Especially having a Tesla, it kind of. I think it. I think you really miss the start. Sound? Yeah, you. You well, you you miss. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you know, <laughs> everything. And, but all the new, all the new cars don't offer anything. You know, like I don't think yeah. even a new Porsche is that exciting. You know, like. No, an old car. You get out. You smell like an old car. You smell like gas. You smell like yeah. oil. Trust me. Yeah, yeah you, you got to wheel it. You yeah, know? absolutely. You, yeah. So, um, I do have a nine sixty four, uh, Carrera two, and the that. Or a different one. What's that? The brownie or a different one? No, it's a different brownie one. brownie was a turbo. It's actually, um, it was Doug's old gray. Oh, that's Nessus a great car. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's at the body shop right now <laughs> getting painted. Oh, of course. Yeah. So I'm doing a, a full full repaint on it, windows out. Sunroof delete? No, I'm not going to do the sunroof okay. delete. Uh, just because I like actually driving that car on, on road trips. Oh, yeah. I think the sunroof is kind of nice. Yeah. And uh, make sure you wrap it when it comes back. You gotta oh, protect yeah. that <laughs> It's going to full wrap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's not going to be gray anymore. Oh, okay. So it's going to be mint green. Oh, how okay. cool is that? I love it. <laughs> I yeah, like, it's going to yeah. be very cool. <laughs> yeah. So, and then uh, that has a 3 8 in it. And then uh, I actually have two cars down at BBI right now. Uh, one is a 95993, and they're building a monster. So yeah, as it, they do, it's going to be a four point one five liter. <laughs> I was like, I was like, leave it to Batam. He had to get that point one five yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but it's going to be a, a eighty five hundred to nine thousand RPM air cooled. You know, monster heads on a huge cams. Um, it's a quick it, way to get to QFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got yeah. a GT three RS four point crank in it. Uh, all lightweight rods and pissed like crazy, and then um, individual throttle bodies with three uh, D printed intake manifold like going full crazy on this thing i love right? it i love it so much and a throwback to our episode with but tim he was starting to talk about those 3d printing those, yeah. those intakes so yeah 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 it's gonna yeah. be nasty and then uh i also have a 996 cup which is gonna be just a dedicated track car perfect so yeah and i just sold today a 93 cobra mustang oh okay. fox body. yeah fox body yeah cool so, car yeah, it's completely cool changed lineups except for I think the plaid since I since we talked to you. Yeah, did you did no you didn't have the plaid yet. When no, I had a had a performance model three. That's right, the three. three. And you know, I tell you what, I kind of liked it better. Really, it's just it's so tossable. Yeah, it's such a lightweight car. Well, the model three performance is dominated in autocross. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's a weapon. They are awesome to watch out there. Yeah. Now, is it is it brownie that you've bought multiple times? Twice. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's multiple. It, but but then but then I I basically gave it to Batim. Okay. For store credit. Oh, did you? <laughs> towards <laughs> that engine. <laughs> so you'll see it back here in five or six years. You'll get it back. Okay. Yeah. Probably on steroids. Yeah. 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 Fair so. enough. Yeah, because you had that 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 uh, that chalk what, GT3, right? GT3 RS. Yep. GT3 yep. RS, which yep. is and the blue 996 twin turbo. Yeah. Yep. That was a I really missed nice that car. Me too. Yeah. That was the perfect 996. If you're not it careful, people are going to think you like Porsches. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my jam. <laughs> that's your jam. Yep. Okay. For yep. sure. Fair enough. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. They just live up to the hype. They yeah. do. Fair enough. Yep. Which is unfortunate because they live up to the price too. They do. So <laughs> that seems to be getting worse. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we always talk to guests about this. Like, you know, you being a classic car guy and Porsche guy, what are you seeing out there that's coming out that's oh, yeah. grabbing your attention right now? Um, you know, uh, interesting. I did order a new Carrera T. What? Yeah. A Porsche? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that should be fun. So it's a seven-speed manual. John and I were looking at the spec earlier, Dan, and I, I, I didn't tell people this. I went to the eye autometrist last week, and I need to. I don't have bad eye vision. I just my arm's not long enough. And I go, oh, cool. I thought it said like the smoked package, like you know, smoke lights. He's like, no, 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 no. That's smoking package. And I was like, oh yeah, you should get that too <laughs> for the lighter. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for the lighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah for the lighter. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but it's it's a it's a pretty pretty minimal spec, and then uh, I'm gonna wrap it in our British Racing Green. Nice. That's gonna get be it, cool. So. Manual transmission. It's they come. They're factory turbocharged, um, rear wheel drive only. Manual and um, put a tune on it. It's over five hundred horse, five hundred torque. So, you know, it's as fast as Turbo S, basically, but rear wheel drive and manual. So if you're going to do British racing green, why don't you have the interior be like that? You know, cigar. But this, <laughs> uh, it's not an option. Oh, yeah, boo. they they won't give boo. it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, it would look weird with a black car, but I mean, with the British racing oh, no, green, with like, great. no, 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 I'm saying like uh, having like a a lighter cigar interior and a black car would like be a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they they they. But don't. the fact it's going to be British racing. But the Carrera T is kind of a a simple spec. Okay. You know, so it comes with like the lightweight glass and a few other things, which is really cool. So it's a lightweight edition car, but they don't give you much in terms of options. Okay. To spec the car, like I couldn't get PCCBs, uh, couldn't even get hardbacks in it. Oh, so wow. just just okay. you know regular sports seats, uh, which I think is fine. It's a daily. Yeah, perfect. That'll be daily. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. So what's it? How, what what is Porsche saying the ETA on something like that is these days? Uh, mine is uh, May twelfth. I get it. Oh yeah. wow. Yep. Okay. Right. And That's I'll get really it to uh, pick it up at the Porsche Experience Center, LA. Oh, that'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Beat yep. on it down there. Yeah. So, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to drive it. I'm, i got to wait to PPS it. <laughs> so, but I'll probably... If only you know somebody in California, right? Yeah. yeah I can do that. Well, I'll probably uh, put a tune on it okay. and then ship it ship it right up. Funny it's being delivered to LA. And who else is in LA? There's, there's a, oh, BBI's in it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Fair a, enough. Yeah. just have to give them that shirt. It says, I avoid warranties. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thoroughly. Yeah. Thoroughly. Man. So, but uh, in, in terms of other cars that are exciting now... I really have my eye on Ariel Adam. Oh wow! I would okay. really love one of those. I there you go. Okay. Manual transmission, lightweight, stupid power. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's a couple of variants of those, right? Because oh, there's yeah. like the lots hot, of them now. Like, like the, there's a bigger V8. You can get one of the V8, can't you? No, not anymore. Not anymore. It was no. a real limited. Can you still get new Ariel Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't so know that. So it's Ariel Adam four. Oh. Okay. And it's 350 horsepower. It's 1350 pounds. 
The, you can see your feet through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the previous version, they made a three. They made a three S and a three RS, and the three RS was four hundred and twenty-five horsepower. If you don't know what one of those are, go look it up. Um, it's basically a cage with yeah. a steering wheel. It's a go. It's a, it's a go-kart. giant go kart. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. Are you going to do the full uh, aero package? Because looks so good. On, oh, the wing and all that. Yeah. On the on the Adam. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm not ordering one. I just you should. I'm I would saying. love one. I would love one one day. Yeah. Yeah. One day. You know, it's ironic because that car has very few body panels that you could put protection film on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you can wrap a tube frame, I guess. You Why could. Not? No, I'm not saying. You, I, I'm, I know you will. I'm yeah, just saying. Well, like, has an optional windshield. Yeah. <laughs> optional. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know they were still making cars. Like, and, and then of course, uh, you know, way way out of my reach would be like a Gordon Murray. You know, oh, any, yeah. any, anything anything manual. Sure. Like, uh, you know, I bought that GT3 RS. It was a 991.2. And I like that car, but honestly, it was just kind of boring. Oh. So street driving, track driving, I just don't like the PDK. And so I basically sold it and traded it for a 964 Career RS. That car was way better, way more fun to drive. Classic. Yeah. Classic, classic car. So we we knew who bought that, didn't we? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they, I think they still have it. No, they sold it because they just got two new air-cooled Porsches. Thank God no, you're here. No, he still has it. <laughs> oh, he does still have it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean my old chalk car or the Carrera yeah, RS? The, the chalk car. Oh, yeah. It's been sold a couple times now. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it's funny how the Porsches here just change hands from person to person we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when when people know the owner of the car, they're like, oh, it's been taken care of. I'll buy well, it truthfully, you just watch it move from one spot at Haggerty to another spot. So that's like, <laughs> wait a minute. Too, yeah. yeah. So, it's interesting. Cool. That car is it's 2019 and it's been through five owners. <laughs> That's not uncommon around here, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I wonder. I wonder why. I mean, we understand you wanting to get rid of it with the PDK, but I wonder what would cause people to want to. Like, I feel. I feel like I would want to live. Get in a that, taste. Live and in they want to go to the next. Thing. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, we've seen that with when Thad got his GT3, and we're like, "You should get a GT2." It's like that's okay. a great idea. So yeah, you go to the, you don't go to the buffet and have one dish. Yeah, I think a lot of people also get excited when they see that the the values of the scar- their car has skyrocketed a hundred thousand dollars. Like, yeah, oh, that helps too. Yeah, hey, maybe I'll sell it. Unless you're the next guy buying it, but yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, that isn't still Porsches seem to not they seem to be somewhat immune to that. Still, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, well, I don't know. Um, so, what's next for S Tech? I mean, you guys, you said, we talked about Mexico. <laughs> oh yeah, that that'd be nice one day. A lot um, of dirt down there. Well, there's a lot of dirt. <laughs> yeah, a lot of rock chips. <laughs> a lot of rock chips. Any yeah. new products uh, on the horizon besides the windshield film is what I'm asking. Um, we talk about that. Yeah, so we we actually have a chrome PPF that's coming out. So I don't know if you've ever seen a chrome vinyl wrap before. It looks terrible. It, yeah, and it scratches. It's impossible to put on. It's absolute headache. And this product looks amazing. So it's going to replace the whole chrome wrapping game. Um, you know. Not for everyone, but no, it has its place. <laughs> it has its place. Yeah, yeah right up sure. to the point where you get pulled over for blinding the other people on the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, but chrome vinyl looked like the equivalent. I don't think it's changed in quality since like the '80s RC cars, where they put it on the wind- windshield. Like yep. that was the quality that stayed, and yeah. now this is the game changer. Yep, yep. And and anyone who did it right or does it right with vinyl, they typically wrap it with PPF on top. Mm. So you have to wrap it in vinyl. And then you have to wrap PPF on top. So it's it's a it's a big job to do that. 
Save a step. Yeah, you save a step and <laughs> you get go. a much nicer product. Yeah, and you get paint protection versus just, I mean, because yeah. with PPF on top, like you said, it's still, doesn't the vinyl still lift underneath a little bit over time? Yeah, you can't. Like, the same problem and ruin the PPF. Same problem, yeah. It's yeah. Heat shrink. Defeats the purpose of the PPF. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I oh. think I think a lot of people who do that, though, they, you know, they, they know it's kind of temporary. Yeah. I think if you put chrome on your car, you yeah. Know, how long can you live with I that? I can see people doing it for commercial purposes, though. <laughs> Way yeah. to sell it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I'd like chrome on my car. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's 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 unique. Well, I can see people doing it for commercial purposes, too, sure. though. 100%. Yeah. If you want something that stands out, especially, I mean, you went to SEMA. Adam's over here. I mean, You've been to SEMA plenty of times. Like Every the year. stuff that goes down there is just nuts. So there's definitely a market for it. Definitely. We had a... Um, BMW M4 competition in our booth mm-hmm. that had been uh, turned into a Ute, <laughs> and it was wrapped in our blue chrome PPF. And literally, this thing—that's thing, awesome. <laughs> this car got written up by everyone, Motor Trend, yeah. and Car and Drive. Like everyone came out. This was one of the hottest cars at SEMA this year, and it yeah. was in our booth, so it was pretty cool. M4 Ute. Yeah. M4 Ute, M4 competition Ute. So like they <laughs> literally took a brand new—I don't know how much they are, hundred thousand dollars yeah. plus, probably. And, uh, you know, from the dealer, they didn't even enjoy it. They just chopped it up. <laughs> but it was well done. Like, they did a really good job. That'd be fun as hell. I'm yeah. still mad at BMW taking a page out of Audi's book and the, introducing the M3 touring wagon. We don't get it here. Yeah, of course. It's, it's like with the RS6 we didn't get for years. And they're like, oh, okay, now you've deserved it. Yeah. Like, oh, I was watching somebody take delivery of one of those. And I was like, oh, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> that car's cool. It's a really cool car. They need to bring back manuals, though. A hundred percent. You guys were just the talking about theft if the market if the market demands it, they'll bring it. That's the problem. You know, you were just talking about the Z06. Mm-hmm. A Z06 MT. How sweet would that be? Yeah. That would be... Mine was a seven-speed. I loved it. Yeah. Where would you put it in the new car? Because you got that, that Cascade Dash. I don't know how they'd make it a manual. That'd be kind of interesting. They'd probably have to do like a Pagani thing where it's like it's got a lever down low and a... Yeah, comes through the dash or something, you know? <laughs> you're shifting up here. Like, yeah. Like your Mack truck. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it'd still be, I, I think that would be amazing. I can't believe somebody hasn't done it. You've seen a bunch of the YouTubers that twin turbo. There's already a twin turbo new Z06. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Amelia Hartford, have you ever ran into her? No. She's a, she she twin turbos everything, but she, oh, had, she got a Z06 and she already twin turboed it. I'm wow. Like, okay. Because that's what that car needed. Yeah. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> I agree. More, well, <laughs> yeah. hopefully it stays together. Ah, she's sponsored by Chevy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like I said it, if the market demanded it, they would do it. I, I, I love the new transmissions, but I there's a place. Like I said, my old Z06, I loved because it was just plain fun to drive. It wasn't good. It was just fun. And there's a they can they don't have to live simultaneously. Your Z06. I mean, and that story happened. 30 feet that way try and get on the freeway here <laughs> almost killed me multiple times so yeah, like it wanted you to it wanted you to die so well, yeah, I, I wish i wish more people would get into the manual trend the problem is we're because the farther we get away from it and people get used to not using them that I it think, becomes the joke i think they're coming back really i honestly think so i think i think this whole electric car revolution I'm with you by the way i think i think all these people buying electric cars you know you appreciate the speed of these cars but you know, it's not your Sunday car, right? And honestly, like the GT3 RS, like I was talking about, it wasn't my Sunday car. It wasn't my, like, I want to go out and have fun in this car because it's an automatic. Sure. Right? And it wasn't that great in traffic either. So these electric cars are so fast. My Plaid is way faster than that GT3 RS. And it does so 
probably in the rain. <laughs> you know, it's faster than that car. That's yeah. You know, things, it just, yeah. it, it's, and it does it so effortlessly. Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, there's, there's people who still want engagement in cars and, and every car company is missing that, you know, they call BMW the ultimate driving machine, but like, they're not what they were. No. Right. You know, it's not like a E30 M3 or E36 M3, which was this fun, tossable, lightweight yeah. Yeah. manual car. Even the E46. I mean, that M3. Yeah. Oh, God. Great car. I, I always encourage people, if you've never driven a manual, to go out and try to do it. Just even if it's a if it's an old Subaru or a Honda, there's just, there's that tactile feel of it. It's amazing to do. I think so. it, at Avant's manual day would be a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that. There's just a steep and expensive learning curve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just start with... Uh, you know, a, a GT, GT3, GT3s. Oh, I was, I was, I was, I was thinking more of like a manual, you know, Cadillac wagon. But yeah, yeah sure, there you go. Yeah, or a Boxster. Yeah, 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 or a Boxster. Yeah, yeah. Fair there enough. Yeah. I don't know why he's turning down all of our ideas tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just need more sponsors. That's all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now sponsored by Center Force. <laughs> yeah, Center Force. Exactly. And, and some type of and uh, <laughs> a junkyard. Dude. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Spalding Auto Parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would work. Yeah, we already have Volkswagen sponsor. We can't go to Camel Elvis. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do they even exist anymore? I don't even know. They make Volkswagen makes manual. There's a Carter Subaru manual Jetta sitting out there. So. That's right. Yeah, there you go. One of the test cars. So yeah. Well, I'm trying to think if I need anything more done and stack. My monkey still needs stack. That I know it's S stack. I'm just going to go back and forth. I know. Yeah, but you're just screwing with me. I've been driving around I, all day going. I'm staring Aztec, at Nick saying Aztec, it. Aztec, Aztec, Aztec. Aztec. Like, John, when I got here earlier before Dan, we're walking around and I'm talking to him about the fact that I'm trying so hard and I'm still doing it wrong. <laughs> so, I'm like yeah. staring. At, I'm staring at Nick and saying, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" <laughs> No, yeah. um, if we have, let's say we have a lot of Avance partners that are S-Tech installers. We've got, let's say, obviously Metropolitan Detail, uh, APC. Who else is there? Blue Star. There we go. Um, and then there's one of our ads on the wall. That's nice. And behind us. Oh, Immaculate Essence. They Hold on. Uh, we have it at Advanced Protective Coating, Metropolitan Detail, Midnight Tint Shoreline, uh, Prestige Northwest Auto Salon, <laughs> Vital Energy Motorsports, and 206 Wraps. <laughs> yep. Read the ads. Learn the... We're in your nice copy, ads. Dan. I know. Yeah, these are in your magazines. We I have, know. <laughs> we have uh, two pages in each uh, magazine. Yeah. I, think, I think the Vance is is a great, amazing group. You know, it's really our, our demographic, people who, who love cars and know about cars, really appreciate our product. And uh, I think uh, they tend to be a very detail-oriented group. And our, our films definitely cater to those uh, who are looking for the best. I recognize some of these cars, too, which is kind of nice. Especially that one up there. Hard to miss those wheels. Yeah. I was looking at that and I'm like, I don't remember. Did you wrap the front of that car? There's <laughs> so, a great ad they did with a GT2 RS. It's beautiful black on black, but the front end is just red right now. So, yeah. so Good stuff. All right. Well, John, it's always good catching up with you, man. Thanks, nice guys. to see yeah, you I appreciate so well. Yeah, as always. You know, we've known you for, God, I don't know how long now. <laughs> long time. Yeah. So we're really glad to have you on board. I think it's going to be a great partnership. I know a lot of people are excited about it. Obviously, you'll probably be at some events, some Avance events this year, hopefully. Of course. Being able to yep. talk. And you got a really cool new display van out there that we'll have to get you to bring out. And oh, yeah. Set up the whole thing. So, you know yeah. it. Okay. Cool. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. No problem. Uh, for this episode of the Avance podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.